you have the it? nerve, you have the gall, you have the audacity to tell Karen that she needs to apologize to Robin. Giselle, I'm about to disperse a check. First and Good people, good people, good people. We what? are back. Uh-huh. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Reality Check Podcast, where tea is served and checks are dispersed, honey. Bam, bam, my bam. name is Diana. And my name is Mare. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. You know what you know what we are, your hosts of the Reality Check Podcast. Yeah. And we are here to continue on with our Bravo, 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 all things Bravo. Uh, oh, we're going to be God. talking Beverly Hills. We're going to be talking Salt Lake city we're going to be talking miami and we're going to be talking a little teeny bit of potomac okay definitely a little teeny bit of potomac yeah before we get to that what are we before we get to that oh mary what you drinking girl h2o h2o and h2o (sighs) mare what i drank too much coffee i'm drinking h2o as well (laughs) i'm drinking water as well yes (laughs) I had a lot of wine this weekend, so it's too old it is for me. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Water. Mm-hmm. There is no other liquid substance as good as water for your body. So drink that yes. water. Keep your skin tight and glowing. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and make sure so that your there. kidneys are functioning. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Yes to the kidneys, please. <laughs> yes, kidney functionality. Yes. Mayor, give What's us an up? update on Merit at First Sight. Woo! Okay. So, Married at First Sight, the, I think it's the second episode, yeah, the second episode has already happened, so the couples have now progressed to going to their honeymoon, which is in Mexico. Literally, I think all these reality shows, all they do is go to Mexico. I feel like they don't have anywhere else to go, just Mm. that. Mm. Um, We got a couple of things happening. One of the couples, Cameron and Claire, which I told everybody to watch out for because there's a little bit of tea that I have to drop about them later on, or about him later on um she is not really like feeling like he's attracted to her he is he was so she's like five feet tall right Mm -hmm. so he's like a foot taller than her and one of the things that happened is that she's carrying the suitcases all of this all of her suitcases she got she has a lot he only carried this this little one little carry-on roller bag do you know that this man made like didn't even offer to help did not even offer to help her carry every piece of luggage that she had. No. Yes. And he seemingly did not realize that that was problematic. Oh. <laughs> I I was like, okay. Okay. Oh. Right? And I'm like, okay. This is not <laughs> what a man does. I'm sorry. Like, that's not what a man does. No. No, it's so pathetic. And when they were in <sighs> the van going to the airport, so remember the black and Native American couple, Lauren and Orion, which I know yeah. that there's going to be a scandal that's going to happen later on this season. Cameron said something. Someone had said something in one of our comments on social yes. media. Yes. 
Yes. Was it true? I don't know if it's true, but it seems okay. like it is going to be true. Because let me just remind everybody, Lauren is bisexual, right? Uh-huh. So she likes men and women. But what she said is like whoever she gets married to, she's going to stay faithful to them. Hmm. So and it's like, might not happen. that might not happen. Um, so I mean, her what the comments are. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. Um, so Cameron, when they were on the bus, he had said something very insensitive about Lauren's, um, or that is insensitive towards Lauren's fiance. He says, oh, when we get to Mexico, we have to be sure not to get off the reservation. What? Yeah. Like he said that he said that. And did he know this was being filmed? Yes. Then he looked at Lauren's fiance orion who's the native american of the bunch and said oh, oh i'm sorry oh i don't know. did he even say i'm sorry he was like oh no i didn't mean it i didn't mean that and then orion was like it's okay no. I, I can i can appreciate ignorance oh okay. like he's like i can appreciate ignorance and then cameron was like well no. what about willful ig- ignorance it was whew, like when I tell you, like, you know I was like... You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> there was When I was in college, oh my goodness, it was funny. Not funny, excuse me, it's not funny. But I'm like, what's going on? You know, you get to a point as a black person where white people's reactions yes. to things, you're just like, yes. are you... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so I was in college and um, I don't, somehow, some way, uh, slavery got brought up. Mm-hmm. I was the only black person in... <laughs> in the room? In the room. <laughs> and I will never forget. It's probably a room full of 15 to 20 students. The teacher looked at me and said, you know, Diana, slavery. And I, my heart, jaw, and everything was like, and then I picked it right back up, got my good sense. Remembered that two days before that, there was a project that we had to do. And okay. I said, oh, I think I'm going to do my project on the civil rights era. Okay. So I don't, somehow I think maybe like the teacher had conflated that with slavery or something and used that as the, her points of connection with me in the middle of class. And all of these white students are looking at me like, she, what, what's she about to say? What's she about to say? What's she about to say? And I'm like, what am I about to say? (laughs) Because what is going on? So yeah. So then I realized that this woman was trying to form a connection with me or whatever, whatever, but still I'm like. This is still a little bit of wrong yeah. from because, like, you're just yeah. conflating, you know, mm-hmm. issues, right? Yes, girl. But Ooh, you know, girl. I was also in a place that was a willful, like, willfully ignorant place. So, oh, girl. But it was so funny to see all the white people come up to me, like, I can't believe she said that. I can't believe she said that. I can't believe she said. Oh my that. gosh! Oh my but gosh. you know, like, it's in those moments where why didn't you speak up? Why didn't you say something? Can you say? Why didn't can you, you raise say your hand? It, say it a little bit louder for the folks in the back because I don't think they can hear you so Why well. Why didn't you speak up? <laughs> you know that reminds me of a good old place that you know a good old place that I used to work, and white people come up after like these you know diversity, diversity. discussions, oh, consciousness girl. discussions, and girl. be like, I really like what you said. Why are oh, you really? whispering? Why did you say anything? Why are you whispering? Yeah, why are you whispering? <laughs> and why didn't you say anything during the conversation? Why didn't you say anything? Huh? Literally. Literally. Anyways, girl. Anyways, girl. Yes. No, this man is not yes. problematic. What? My Publicly, gosh. willfully, and okay with it. And okay with it. <sighs> and okay with it. And the one thing I didn't like was that I know that Lauren, Lauren, Orion's wife, she was trying, she was laughing at it. Eek. And I was like, oh, 
no. Oh my like, word. Like we do not laugh at this because she's trying to like kind of like brush it aside. But these are the moments where we mm. have to step up and you have to just educate in that moment. You just have yeah. to. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you can't. Know, you can't. That was rude. It was so rude. Reservation. That's, that's so problematic. And, you know, right in line with like problematic television, I guess yep. we could start talking about Potomac. Yes, we can. I'm going to be honest with y'all. It should be Real Housewives of Problematic at this point. Because this show has now, it's it's just going down, down, and down. I think, like, at some point, season five, or season four, maybe. I can't remember what season it was. Potomac was, like, one of the top franchises. And I was like, yes, this is my favorite one. I think, like, they're going to hold this spot. And they just disappoint. Girl. Week by week, season by season, it just keeps going down to, like, the worst. And they're reaching a place of, y'all are just problematic. Um, and I'm tired. No, like, I agree. I, I can, me and Diana have offline conversations all the time. And every single offline conversation that I've had so far since this whole entire tr- planned demolition of Wendy Osefo, right, has started occurring. I am so irate. Like, the, I am, Potomac is not light, airy, and fun, right? Potomac makes us feel really just angered um and it feels like a, like diana would say is a spirit of heaviness on us every single time that we have to watch this ep- these episodes for me for me like i said i am a positive ageist i created that term i don't care what i am going to always say act your age act your age not your shoe size. Not your shoe size. I, just, I really want to say one. that. <laughs> I really want to say that. Act your age. Green-eyed bandit mm. person. Half mm. of them. She's almost 60. Right? The other one is in her 40s. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. These, you are too old. Way there are women old, who girl. are in their 40s who are literally grandmothers, girl. okay? You are too old to continue to behave that way. And envy, envy is a green-eyed monster in and of itself. The way that Giselle cannot get over how Wendy handled her in season six when she came for Wendy's husband and yep. family, yep. Wendy handled you. Yep. And you can't handle it. Yeah. You like, it's just like, but it shows every time you look at Wendy, it is a reminder that she is what you could never be. Period. <laughs> honestly, <What> you... <laughs> honestly, sorry. Because <laughs> Auntie is I fucking. Am, I'm upset. <laughs> like, I'm actually upset. And it's like, I have to ask Diana, how many times I ask you this question? I'm like, I know it's reality TV, but is this how they act in real life? Because if this is how they act in real life, girl, we don't even associate with these people. These people, they are not cutting the same cloth. Don't know, don't know where they live at all. Behaves like that. Like I am appalled. I am disgusted. This is grotesque behavior. Since season six, you came for her family. She settled you straight. Season seven. You guys conspired with Mia, the idiot. I'm so sorry to say that. She is a dolt, okay? You conspired 
and made her become the person that is going to be utilized to bring Wendy down to a level that she doesn't need to be. I am so happy that security guard reminded Wendy, you are better than this. Do not allow them to bring you down to that area in that place. That was a great reminder. People mm -hmm. behind the scenes know exactly who is who. Mm -hmm. And then season eight, you want to bring Neka? You want to bring her? And cause a division between these two women? Mm. I'm over it. I'm it's, over it. Because uh, that, this type of behavior, is, it's, it's, it's uncalled for. If you don't like somebody, just move on. You don't need revenge. But you know what? As the good Lord says, revenge is mine. Mine. And that is how Wendy is going to handle this season. So. That is hmm. it. Let me say this. Let me say that this is, <laughs> this is not uncommon for this group of women. Specifically, Yikes. when I say group of women, the three that I'm talking about are Robin, Giselle, and Ashley. Please do yourself a favor and find us on social media and block us. I'm going to tell you all that right now. Go, girl. <laughs> do yourself a favor and do that. Let's go. Because I I'm not going to hold my tongue for none of you. Okay? Mm. So let's start with this. First and foremost, you guys did it with Monique. You tried to befriend her. You mm. did all this nonsense just to conjure up this disgusting rumor yep. that her trainer is the father of her child. Of her children. Disgusting. Yep. Disgusting. Yep. Push this woman to the edge and pitted Candace against her. Because remember, these two were actually were friends. actual friends. Yes. They were friends. Pitted yes. Candace against her. Wonderful. Moving on. Did the same thing now with Wendy. And Monique warned Wendy. She said, Wendy, watch out. That's true. Because she did they're warn coming her. for you. She did warn her. And just as she said it, and just as she wrote it, that's how it was. So, I cannot for the life of me understand the Wendy hatred. And I think I'm actually going to do a TikTok about this because I'm not, I'm, I need to understand the timeline of events. People yeah. are so, I do not realize until I see our comments section and some people like just, you know, a few spats of ignorance in the comments and people really are out here mad at Wendy's intelligence. You know why? Because you I, know, mm, can I say go, this? I there was a quote. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know who said this quote. But somebody quote? said this quote, they said, the most dangerous person in this world is an educated black woman. Amen. Amen. And I did not realize, you know, when I heard that quote, I was just like, yeah, we fly, yeah. whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did mm -hmm. not realize mm -hmm. how much, like, Wendy is the personification of what they hate. Absolutely. And I did not realize that the hatred was real. And the actual hatred, especially from Giselle, is sickening. Now, on this episode, we get to see Wendy come into Ashley's housewarming party. Um, and we see that, like, the women are in some type of line. I don't know if they're in elementary school or what's going on, but they're in a line somewhere doing whatever. And Wendy walks in. She greets uh, Ashley. She greets Karen and proceeds to greet Sharice. Uh, Once she is going to greet Karen... Giselle steps back with like a nasty aura and a nasty look on her face. Ma'am. Jealousy. God. What is it? What is it? I think it was Meredith that said it or um, Lisa Barlow. <laughs> I don't know who said it. Jealousy is a disease. So get well soon. I love Jealousy it. Jealousy is a disease. Get well soon. <laughs> I think it's it was nasty. Meredith. It sounds like a Meredith thing to say. Yeah. It's yes. very nasty behavior. It's very, yes. very nasty behavior because you decided that you want to bring up rumors about her husband. And Giselle, I can understand Giselle saying something. Um, I think what she said at reunion that she, she didn't believe the rumors. She didn't believe the rumors. But Wendy's response is those same blog actually said that you had an STD. Why didn't you bring those up? 
Ooh. There are so many rumors out there about Giselle. Why don't you ever bring those up, Giselle? Ooh. Because why don't you ever bring those up? Because it's just she, nasty. She's she is nasty. She's a nasty person. She's, she's a, a nasty, nasty person. Nasty. And she's a fraud. Of a human. And she's she a fraud. is. And she's a fraud. And I'm and and normally I don't say words like this, but she's a fraud. Just like how how uh, Monique had said it on her last reunion, you're a fraud. You're a fake yeah. and you are a fraud. She's disgusting. And you know what? She is going to reap what she well, says. She sows. I'm sorry. She will. She's going to well, reap it. Wendy said it. The life you're living now is God paying you back for all the BS that you've done. I still can't imagine she was somebody's first lady. <sighs> that part. You better speak on. Wait, what does Kenny say? Speak, speak on it. Speak on it. <laughs> speak on it. <laughs> can't believe she was somebody's first lady. I'm going to be praying for all those souls Yo. that were underneath her. <laughs> Yo, I, I Giselle is just is you are just a nasty excuse for a human. I I I I really do hope that we'll your kids really are not like you. I really I hope do they, hope yeah. that. I hope because they don't it's grow just it's nasty like to see the way that you treat this woman for because you decided to spread a rumor on her husband and she put you in check. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? You are stupid. She and then wasn't you have, expecting- first and foremost, you need to owe you owe an apology to Sharice. You owe an apology to Karen. You owe an mm-hmm. apology to Ashley. You owe mm-hmm. an apology to Monique. You mm-hmm. owe an apology to Wendy, Wendy, to Ray, to Eddie, to Chris, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Candace. Mm-hmm. You you owe an apology to the audience. Go on an apology tour, sis. You have there are a list of people. A whole li- Katie. There's oh. a complete list of people. That I can name that you owe an apology to. Ma'am, you better miss me with this apology nonsense. You better miss me with this. I'm done with Giselle. Thank oh, you. Girl. From now on, she is no longer that's not someone that I address at all. She's not no, a human. I mean and I and I think that people have to stop giving her freedom to get away with this nonsense. She for her to be quoted as a ghost producer. Then there's a product. Then that means that there's a problem with the production team, right? Stop it. Just be a regular person. Be on the freaking show and stop trying to create mess. She is a vile creature. Vile. And she's a a like when you have that type of envy for Mm. somebody, the only person it hurts is you. You. Because her heart. Let me tell you, there are people who die because of diseases of the heart. That are Uh-oh. not even the function Uh-oh. of lifestyle. Uh oh. Right? Uh oh. Let them have it. I'm just. <laughs> uh oh. Listen. So, what I'm going to say is if you don't get your heart fixed to the core. Come on now. I hope nothing bad happens to it. Done. Because I'm not even going to talk about all the syndromes that could happen, but I hope nothing bad happens to it. Done. Because what's going to happen is there's a black hole that's going to develop, okay? It's a dark space there. And so as it eats her up, as it eats her up, I hope she's going to, I hope she rectifies it and she fixes it real quick because this is bad. Because yeah. if you can imagine, you know, like when you get angry and you hate somebody, it's like every time I, like I watch like Evelyn Lozada, whenever she used to get mad, you see, or the no, vein. the veins, like you just see like hypertension is a real thing, y'all. Like, <laughs> like this is a real thing. So it really is. I honestly, I like to stay away from people like Giselle. 
Yeah. There's nobody in my life that I could say is like Giselle. And I thank God for she, that. She has real hatred. Like, like pure, let's put this undefiled. Let's put like, uh, she has real hatred in her heart for this woman. She has real life hatred for her, for home, for Monique. For what reason? Who knows? Monique Who had knows? the wealth that Giselle wishes she could have had. Monique had the confidence that was Giselle wishes she could have had. Monique had a beauty that was Giselle wishes she could have had. Yeah. Had the kids Giselle or the lifestyle she wanted. I will say that that is something that I told Mayor. I said, listen, I think with Giselle, what it is with these women, Wendy, Monique, Candace, even people that she hates. Giselle is a woman that I think that throughout her life was told that she will be perceived in a certain way. That she would succeed in a certain way in different aspects of her life, be it relationship, yeah. be it finances, be it what status, social status, whatever it may be. And these women are reminders of the ways that she has not succeeded. Absolutely. Right? Wendy mm -hmm. is highly educated. Wendy is chocolate, highly chocolate. Beautiful. Highly chocolate. Mm. She has a beautiful chocolate husband. She has a beautiful, beautiful chocolate children. Children. That make a beautiful chocolate family. Family. With those beautiful chocolate degrees. And now, her no husband likes her. Her husband loves her, likes her, and they are friends. Friends. They are friends. Just, mm -hmm. Mo, not what's her name? Not Monique. Um, Wendy came on to Potomac. Yeah. And she doesn't actually need Potomac. Potomac can be a side gig for her. But what we're seeing from people like Giselle, people like Ashley, Ashley. people like Robin, Robin, unfortunately, I think they are willing to go as low as possible because this is all they have. Ooh. Before this, Giselle did not have a professorship at John, the John Hopkins University. No, she didn't. Giselle didn't have that. Mo uh, not, oh, I keep messing up these people's names. Ashley and Robin did not have that. Nothing. The, Robin was barely married, was not married. Excuse me. What am I even saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. She didn't have a person that liked her or supported want, we her. Can, we can pull up the receipts. Wanted to be around her. No, I will, I'll put that. I'll insert we clip here. The Thank you. We can insert pull up clip. the receipts. I'm down on my nails. Do you want The receipts. So I'm I'm so done with these. And All then I, Mia is just she's a goodness. Goodie. Sorry, goodness she's, me. She, Wendy. Wendy was activated when she said it. You're slow. Oh, you are is. slow. And she is slow. Good. You know. Call. Oh my um, word. So really, you know me. I have a deference for women who are intelligent, and you know I've never liked Mia. So I can't even hide that. Like who are like just get yeah. away from me yeah um but anyway that is it with potomac um we will definitely we are progressively waiting episode mm. by episode wanna and we say are one waiting thing. for something yeah we want to say one thing actually um regarding ashley and just saying anything anyhow anywhere as she likes this is the reason why i think that this whole traditional conversation should not be on this television show because they don't know what the hell, hell they are doing about. and mm -hmm. what they are talking about see how actually just throwing things out whenever and wherever when it comes to aneka i'm still waiting as to how wendy's mother and the word shrine come into the same sentence and why in the season's preview she was yelling at wendy saying that her mom is submitting names to shrines that's still a ridiculous accusation Absolutely. still ridiculous we're still waiting for that we will wait and see regardless this should not 
be on reality TV, but I'm happy to know the only person for me that was vindicated yesterday was Dr. Wendy, Wendy Osefo. Osefo. Yes, she has a PhD. Say that, Dr. One... Harder. Thank you. She's... Say a little. She's a doctor. doctor. Wendy Osefo. Thank you so much. She was the only one that was vindicated because she says she is not. Thank you. We can move on. I'm done and with Potomac. That is right. That is right. So we will wait. We have something special. We will wait. We'll wait. Ooh. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their shall strength. renew their strength, and they shall mount up on eagles. Eagles wings. Thank you so. Ugh, literally, was just, you just took it right out my mouth. Thank you. I'm telling you. I'm telling All you. All right. All right. Let's go on. What's <sighs> the next, next show we got to talk about? Which one? Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City, or let's do Salt Lake City. Yeah, because I just finished actually watching it. So <laughs> yes, let's do that one. Let's talk Salt Lake City. And I guess the yeah. big thing that we can talk about is Monica versus the cast. So, oh, Monica. Okay, Monica currently on the season. Um, she came on this season. She's new, Monica Garcia, and she has. She came on as a friend of Angie. Not a friend mm-hmm. of the show, but like, you know, by way of, excuse me, Angie Katanavis, um, and Lisa Barlow. But as soon as she came on the scene, she switched sides. And she started arguing with Angie, yelling at Angie, mm-hmm. and siding with Meredith. Mm-hmm. And Heather and them, and, you know, trying to, like, mm-hmm. get in good with them. Okay, cool. Let's just, let's just, let's call it, you're trying to get to know your castmates. Fine. Um, but since then, we have seen her relationship with her mother we have heard her story of her having an affair with her husband's sister's husband we have i can't even um, follow right that's 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 a pretty wild one and people thought this was funny and i've been saying from the beginning that's not funny i don't really understand how how that's relatable um we've seen and we've heard her say that she in order to try to relate to the other women she went out and bought a louis vuitton bag um to fit in the whole internet blew up saying how relatable she is i think it was the last episode i said to me that's not relatable if you tell me that you got a bag from she in then i will tell you that you're that a fashion nova then you can relate to me but louis v okay Okay, I mean, I can afford a Louis V bag, but still, I'm not gonna. That's I'm not gonna do that to fit in, right? Anyways, <sighs> so now we are at the point where, on this last episode, we see Monica and Lisa Barlow yeah. arguing. Now I'm going to take off my "I like Lisa Barlow" hat and put it aside. We see them arguing at Whitney's event. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it for what it is. Mm-hmm. First of all, both of them were wrong, but Lisa Barlow was more wrong in this situation because Lisa Barlow is sitting here arguing up a storm about really nothing. She's really just upset that Angie and Monica have made up. And I don't really understand grown women getting upset because somebody else is friends with somebody else. That's I exactly what never, I was thinking. I, was like, under- I can't understand that. I can't relate to that. I can't connect with that. It does not resonate with me, my personality. If that's what loyal is, y'all, I'm not loyal then. You know, that happens quite a lot to me in my personal life with certain people. Oh my where, gosh. Like, Mayor, are you serious? I'm so serious. Like, you get I'm some like, new friends. I'm not doing that. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm like, why are we trying to control who's friends with who? Like, 
we're whole grown adults. Like we can form relationships with whomever we want to form relationships Anybody. with. Anybody. But I think what Lisa is identifying is that in some way she feels a little threatened, right? By that, that relationship. By that relationship. And like I always say, if you have a good friendship with someone, mm-hmm. you should never feel threatened mm-hmm. that they make friends with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be an issue. It shouldn't be an issue. So I don't it think was this so was so infantile. Yeah, I don't think this was a good look for for Lisa at all. Um, no. And it was pretty, I don't know, it was just very, very weird because you can tell that a lot of her frustration and anger and it seemed like built up aggression. She does not like Monica. And Lisa sees something in Monica that the rest don't see. For Which her, I kind of agree. Yeah, she sees you're yelling at your mother in a way that is that I cannot relate to. Right. Which I know on our last episode, we I, I think both of us had brought that up or one yes. of us had brought that up yeah um that we just can't relate to the way in which she is speaking with to her mother um and we chalk that up to you know people um interpret and and exhibit their trauma in different ways fair enough fair enough but since then um heather has come out to say that she says monica is full of lies there's nothing that <laughs> the like candace says the truth ain't in you you a liar <laughs> and the truth ain't in you <laughs> And we find out that Monica and Heather's beauty lab company are actually suing each other. Oh, my God. That Monica, like, had put her name under different, like, aliases or something like that and didn't pay for her services. Yeah. I believe that's what I saw. So so she says, so Hmm. we're about to see that play out on Salt Lake City. But I would love to know, Mayor, what do you think? What do you think about this? Because there's a lot of Monica stands out there. But I've always said something in the milk ain't clean with this one. No, I think something in the milk isn't clean with her for sure. I and it'll only come to reveal itself once the seasons or once the season episodes like keep coming. Yeah. Um. But the way that she, you know, the most relatable part about her that I saw was like that episode where she was like dropping off her kids in yeah. at, to school, and and I was like, yeah, like, we need to see more of those type of things where it's cold outside. I'm not wearing heels to shovel snow. Yeah. Like, you know, like I'm actually wearing the appropriate attire and things like that. So I thought that was like really relatable. But um, I think she's also somebody to be feared. She was, um, Hmm. she was close to Jen Shaw. Not saying that what Jen Shaw did was correct, but she's, she admitted she's the one who, was it like uh, testified against her? Or something of that nature. Something like that. Like had a person in the CIA, a friend, tell, all of that stuff, right? Yeah. So she has certain ways about her because, you know, there are some people who would never say anything. They would be like, no, I'm not snitching on anybody, right? But Monica, yeah. I think she irreverently doesn't have anything to lose. She tells her stories as is, right? Yes, I had an affair. Yes, I brought a Louis Vuitton bag to fit in. And then in the same breath, you're going to get upset that Lisa is losing her $60,000 ring or something of that nature. You know, something isn't right. And if her mom, her mom is crazy, I'm not going to deny that her mom is not crazy. But there is her truth, the mom's truth, and then there's the truth that's in between. Something is going on. So I, I like her. I, I want to like her, but I also want her to tell the truth. You know, yeah, I I can say the same thing that there are parts where I'm like, yeah, I like you. There are parts when I'm just like, "Mm, I can't do it. I can't get behind it. And there's, I think for me, there's nothing wrong with somebody being able to tell their own story. Um, and and 
let me just say that there's nothing wrong with someone being able to tell their own story however there i find issue when someone is trying to control the narrative and i see aspects of control yeah in in monica telling her story the same way i see it in ashley darby and mia yeah over in potomac absolutely mia has this mindset that if she's the one that's able to tell you first, then it's not wrong. Does that make sense? Like she, if she's able to tell you she had an affair with a married man and that's why she's married to G and she had sex with him on the beach and that's why they got married and whatever, whatever, then the act of adultery is not wrong because she's the one that's able to just openly admit admit to saying mm-hmm. to what she did. Mm-hmm. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's mm-hmm. the same thing with Monica here. Like we're able to, the ought not wear, because not me. The audience is able to laugh and find it so awesome that she's able to be so open about the affair that she had and destroying two families because she's the one that said it. And she's the one that like openly is like, yeah, I, I committed adultery and that's why I'm here now and whatever, whatever the case is. And that openness she thinks is like, that is my connection to the audience because I can be so open about my my scandalous and salacious past and i'm like that's not i don't i take issue with people like that because those types of people you're right they're scary because they're showing me that they have nothing to lose yeah they have they will do anything to claw take down and just and make it seem like it's okay i think the moral decadence of society speaks very low like when it comes to people like her yeah Um, and i but we lose and, that on these shows because it's yes, funny. We, it's we entertainment. Do. And it's it's entertainment because it's also mind numbing, right? Yeah. Like it's it's so mind numbing that it goes over your like your 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 brain that you can't actually identify like, hey, did she really just say that? Oh hey, yo, that's wrong, right? Like, you know, nobody is like is not I won't say nobody, but most people are just not aware. Like, are yeah. we not awake? Yeah. Right. And then this this past episode, she was crying at Angie talking about that was the most family thing that my kids have ever done. And then obviously ever since the divorce, you know, all that stuff is like, sis, you're the cause like you are the cause. And I was going to ask a question because I don't think I watched that episode where she had, you know, admitted to the rumor. Like, did she ever say, like, I felt so bad for what I did? Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know. I she could have. She could have. I don't remember hearing that in terms of like her her marriage and how she handled that. I don't remember hearing that. But I I agree with you when I saw that scene with her and Angie and she was crying like that's the most um, family thing that my kids have done. And I'm like, well, you did take that away from your family, your kids, because if they if they were children that had that before him when they were married. And if you said that, like your husband was the one or ex-husband was the one that had the family and had the connection. And why? Yeah. Why did you ruin that? Why did you participate in destroying that? And I need people to understand so that way people don't intentionally misunderstand me. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I'm bringing up Monica in this situation, not the other man that she was having an affair with is because Monica is the one that's on this show. That's right. So I'm and she's not the one who told up, us a story. She's the one that told us a story. So I'm not obviously because the destruction and the uh, demolition um, of Monica's family is <laughs> shut up. The demolition of Monica's family is not solely on Monica. Right, two people were involved in this. We're involved in that. This, yes, absolutely. Right, but Monica's the one that's on the show. She's the only one I'm going to talk about. So just you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will agree with Lisa that Monica is manipulative. Yeah. 
I think Lisa hit it nail on the head in yeah. her assessment yeah. of Monica. Um, yet I can still believe that Monica did have elements of abuse with her mother. I can mm. still believe that. But I also do um, agree with Lisa that she can be a little manipulative. Yeah. And it, it goes alongside with what you're saying about her trying to control the, the narrative. narrative. And Lisa has peeped it. And that's why I think Lisa has had it up to here. Like I also her. think Monica could have potentially, potentially, I'm just making a guess. This is my theory. She could have been a fan of the show beforehand. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. so, I mean, we've seen other fans of the shows that come on and, yeah. you know, do their best to try to take down the person that the audience deems as like, you know, their fan favorite or whatever the case is. Right. So I think that's what could potentially be happening here. Because let's be honest, like, yeah, Lisa complaining about this ring, though, it was annoying. It was funny because it's nothing I like know. i actually find it more funny it was when hilarious things happen that yeah. i can't relate to it was you hilarious $60,000 $60, ring, ring that you, you just lost in an airport bathroom and they're like all looking for it underneath the seats in the thing and all that stuff i mean that's reality tv gold and like, then to heather is in the other stall literally yeah. recording while we yeah. hear lisa barlow in the background has anyone found my <laughs> ring like <laughs> That that's is the type so, of stuff we like. That, yeah, honestly. Thank you so much. It that's is. what we like. That's the funny that we want. Yeah. So, yeah, it is privileged. Room. And that's the thing that, like, it's it's removed from me. Yes. I, I, there's something it, about I that agree. that just makes it, like, I, don't, I agree. this is removed from me. I can laugh at this. You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> Kathy Hilton, homeless, not toothless, toothless, not homeless. <laughs> Kathy Hilton is a perfect example. Oh, she, my God. Kathy Hilton could potentially be problematic. Yes. If you take Kathy Hilton seriously, she could be problematic. When she said, I don't see color. I'm like, well, ma'am, you know what year you're in? <laughs> did you forget? <laughs> you in the, did you know that you, oh, you my hear? veins are popping out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, ma'am, did you know you're on TV? Oh like, my God. This is, this is the year 2020 something. She don't care. But it's just that whole, like, the aloofness to reality yes. is what's yes. funny. Yes. Give us yes. that. We don't need yes. to be. Ugh, and you I'm... know it's not malicious. Like, you just know it's not malicious. Because you, like, she's like, oh, I'm going to the airport. I'm wearing slippers. She's <laughs> like, wearing you know? slippers. Funny she... enough, she's wearing slipper, the Hilton slippers. Her yes, hotel. Her hotel. Like, she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, that's what you call rich B, pro- rich B problems right there. I want those problems. Those problems that Kathy Hilton has, that's the problems I want. Okay? Oh, girl. 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 But that is the type of fun lightheartedness about the Real Housewives that we yep. like to see. We yep. like to laugh. We love to enjoy that stuff, right? So Lisa Barlow can, you know, she can get it wrong and get it right, but she gets it right most times instead of she getting does. it wrong. She is hilarious. She does. She is hilarious. She's, Lisa Barlow is hilarious. She I saw, is hilarious. I posted a clip on our uh, Instagram. Lisa Barlow was like, I guess, shouting out people from BravoCon. And she was like, Tamara. I really like Tamara. Tamara. And she has this friend, know, Teddy, one. who has a little cute friend, like who has a little, has cute, a podcast. little cute podcast. You know, Tamara. And I'm like, Lisa has no idea that her name is Tamara. None. Like, no none idea. At all. None, none at all. None. And the fact none. that she's calling it a cute little podcast, hilarious. Yes. yes. Hilarious. Yeah. Girl, no, I don't care. Lisa Barlow is it. And I think she is funny. She's she the star of funny. Salt Lake City, period. She's the, the, like, ever since she got up from under Meredith's behind, like, 
Lisa Barlow has extended to being the star. She absolutely. That's has. it. Hello, baby gorgeous. We love hey, you. Hey, baby gorgeous. Okay. We do. I do want to say one thing. Um, yes. I am very confused her. with Heather this season. Heather has made it her point, business and mission, to Why? <laughs> no pun intended, to really concern herself with the fact that Lisa Barlow is not including her on the information regarding Man, her son going on a mission. That. Yeah. Really? No, because I thought it was so stupid. And I'm just, but this is the thing is this. Let's use the frontal lobe of our brain, people. Please. Right? Please. You, in the previous episode, wa- talked about how you did not approve of what Jack was doing. Okay. You expressed yourself. Then Lisa decides that she's going to share that information with the people who actually support her and her child. Why are you upset? And let's also talk about in season one, two, and three, Heather has actively sought out ways to ensure that Lisa Barlow knows that she does not like, like she does not like Lisa. She has systematically tried to destroy this woman on what, because she's mad because she said honor code, what? Like Heather really does not like Lisa. Lisa understands that at every reunion, Heather has the same type of Giselle hatred yes, that she has. She has Heather has that same thing for Lisa. Why do you keep on poking and prodding at this? And why is the expectation that this woman is going to tell you information about her child? I would never. Like, you know? I would never. Like, first of all, going to and fro, talking to housewife to housewife, talking about, oh, Jack is doing this. I never thought that they were this. Da, 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 whatever else. You're not going to be invited. You're not. You're just You're not. not. Heather she's upset is because she feels rejected. She feels rejected. It's another reminder of the rejection of the Mormon church. Baby, you How? left. You left. Get over it. I'm sorry. She needs to get over it. She's so she's insecure because Heather is that girl, and we saw it on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah. She just always wanted to be included. Included. Mm. Like she never, she's not comfortable being by herself. She's not comfortable in her own skin. She's not comfortable in her own mind. Hmm. So Hmm. this is not a reminder of your exclusion from the Mormon church. Hmm. This is a reminder that you need to do a lot of self-work. Yeah. You need to like really love who you are, accept the choices that you have made Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. consequences therein. Heather came on to Salt Lake City thinking she was playing a game. Like, come and on. thinking that she was, and you did that and you got so wrapped up in the fandom and the everything and you just, people could not stand you. You stuck no. by Jen. I know. You stuck by like, Jen. Like an idiot. Like, like an idiot. And she like made an you idiot. look stupid. Gave you a black eye. No, that's allegedly y'all. Allegedly. 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 But she made okay. you look stupid, non-allegedly. <sighs> it, it... Like... I'm sorry. I just can't understand this this projection of I'm yeah. being rejected by Lisa Barlow, and this is what I mean by like when yeah no forget it. I'm just no, I agree, and I just want to say also really great way that I know that Lisa and her husband have raised wonderful children is that the way that Jack came up and greeted um, Heather, Heather at the party, and I was like that boy is just so so wonderful and so wholesome, and just yeah. came up and said hey hi. Did she? Did he call her auntie? I don't know. Maybe no, that just, was my he imagination. Said no, he said Hi, Heather. Heather and gave her a hug and all that stuff. Even though, and we remember, Lisa has already told Jack that Heather has been speaking ill of his choices, right? Mm-hmm. But look at this young man still coming up and showing the due respect that he can to somebody mm-hmm. who's older than him mm-hmm. in that moment. Absolutely, great job. Absolutely. All right, job. let's move on to Beverly Hills. 
Oh, okay. Okay. So two things to talk about in Beverly Hills. So the women are now on, they, they have gone to Vegas for Crystal's birthday. And, yo, uh, sorry, I'm laughing because the, these producers, they ain't nothing. The fact that they actually cut out, they're, they're in Vegas for Crystal's birthday and they basically okay. cut out like all of Crystal's birthday. Like really we haven't why? gotten no, we haven't gotten anything really about Crystal's birthday other than they oh. went to the Magic Mike show. Oh, um, oh, I see what you mean. Right, there's no like mean. birthday party, birthday or, anything, party or anything. But maybe anything it's for to her. come. Maybe it's to come. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But either way, so they're in Vegas. They go to a Magic Mike show, and the consensus is wear pants. If you want to be called on stage, you have to wear pants. Now, did Sutton wear pants? Sutton wore pants. Now, before okay. I get there, if I'm going on a girls' trip. And people tell me that I'm going to a Magic Mike show. First and foremost, I have to understand where I'm going, right? <laughs> Second of all, if they tell me, if you want to be called on stage, you have to wear pants. That's going to be lead me to think, well, what's going to happen, right? What's going to happen that is so inappropriate that I have to wear pants, that I cannot right. wear right. just anything. A skirt. A skirt, mm-hmm. right? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So they're in Las Vegas. They go to Magic Mike show. Um, I think... Everybody except Garcelle, Kyle, and Dorit wore pants. Okay. Okay. Um, two men come up. They grab Crystal and Erica. Crystal and Erica are on stage. Okay. We see Sutton now starting to sulk. Okay. Sutton then begins to like gradually escalate. As we are watching the show. <laughs> Sorry. She's, she's mad that she didn't get picked. <laughs> she turns over to Garcelle and yells... I got, I wore pants for nothing. Well, I mean, that's, that's it. She's mad. She didn't get picked. And then all of a sudden we see Erica. Now Erica is really into this show. Erica said, I'm going to show y'all that I'm a showman on this show. Erica. Erica's single. So she can do that. Child. But Erica, she, I mean, what Erica, she, she also. I actually didn't see this episode. So I'm oh. having fun hearing this. Okay. So imagine these legs are Erica's legs. My, my mm-hmm. fingers are Erica's legs, right? Mm-hmm. So these are legs. Erica said, psh, psh, I, can't even split, I can't even split my fingers like that. Oh my gosh. Yes. She spread. And them. did the man get on top of her? Like, boom. He took his face and put his thing right up in that thing. Oh my God. It was right. It was, it was rated X. It wow. was rated X. Um, now, obviously like actual, this was just a replication of oral sex. It wasn't actually happening because it's a show. It's just a replication of it. I mean, you're on a stage. It's a magic mic show. I don't know what you thought you were going to. So Crystal over here, they're doing her thing as well. They picking her up, flipping her up and down, whatever, whatever. Same thing with Erica. Erica's like really into it though. She's like showing y'all that she is a showman. Showman. So Sutton is like. (laughs) Wait, wait, Sutton started covering her eyes. Wait, she actually started doing this. No, she did this. Sorry. It was her mouth. Sorry. I'm just trying to. You remember she did this and then at some point she's like oh no 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 and garcelle sees like "Uh oh she's upset turns to someone else and says she wore pants for nothing and then that's when Sutton gets up and walks away now okay. after walking away we hear her saying things like i'm on the board of the american board of ballet or whatever it's called what so um, she can't be caught in a magic mic show is that why why she said that so Sutton felt that the replication of oral sex is not on brand with her brand. Then why did you come to the show? So that was my question. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, you are making this big deal. Why did she wear pants? She brought ones. Why did she have bills? 
And I was wondering, Sutton, where did you think you were going to place those ones? What did you think you were going to do with the ones? Back in her wallet? Oh, I'm not really understanding girl what's was, going on. She was salty. She was she salty was, that she did not she get chosen. Get that she didn't get the full-on action by hot men. Which the other women pointed out that if Sutton had actually just waited maybe like 15 more minutes, they came back and got more women. Oh, one they person did. Came, yes, one uh, person came back and gave uh, Garcelle a lap dance. Why aren't you? Garcelle's not wearing pants. Oh my. Yeah, gave Garcelle a lap dance. Another person came back, grabbed Kyle, and brought Kyle on stage and licked whipped cream off of Kyle. Ooh. Kyle was also not wearing pants. Yeah. So it's like, I think they were obviously trying to like include the women. Like, okay, this yeah. is, I mean, if you think about it, if I'm at work and the cast of Real Hustles of Beverly Hills is they're here. They're going to tell you about them. Yeah, they're going to tell you. You're going to give them a little bit them. of special treatment. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So if mm-hmm. Sutton had like, you know, just Ooh. given that like, just wait a second, but she didn't um, because mm-hmm. per her word, she was just disgusted with what so was get being a shown. Ooh. It's okay. No, she get a life because I also like see I've seen clips of how she treated that guy. Are is it Ari? Like the guy that was like supposed to unpack her suitcase or something like that or whatever. Oh, whoever he is, that man, and yeah. just how she brushed him off and yeah, stuff. It and was so wrong. I was like, that's just so rude and so wrong on so many levels. Like, yeah, cut that out, right? Yeah, get a life. And 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 also, what is it? Somebody also said that Erica and Sutton are the same age. Let's just like look at that together. And I was like whoa i did not know that those two they people are? were the same age yeah they're the same age i'm like wow erica looks great <sighs> erica looks great wow. no i mean if what i'm what, from what you're saying like she was salty um and she should just owned up to that she should have been like i'm being an insecure little woman right now yeah because i i should have been chosen am i not pretty enough is it because i'm not thick enough is it because of the, whatever the question is that you have for yourself you know just be up be upfront about it you know and and call it a day yeah it's unfortunate too because i i i personally think that i i don't like when sutton acts bad because when she does it makes it hard and it overshadows when someone that i think is just really annoys me kyle was antagonizing sutton during this whole time when sutton is actually sutton got to a point where she was de-escalated because garcelle went out and spoke to her and calmed her down and kyle came and to kyle start came poking the bear more? again yeah she came for more and kept was she going drunk? and going no, because Kyle doesn't drink anymore. Oh, so okay. she wasn't drunk. But she just kept going and going and going. And Kyle does this thing where she just continues to poke and prod until someone reacts. And then she likes to play the victim. Can she go away already? Girl, I don't know. No, I mean, and also, like, let's just, this is not even alleged anymore. Like, I think this whole uh, storyline that she has with her and Maurizio going through whatever they're going through, just letting y'all know, she said during BravoCon that they are getting a divorce. She has so, since redacted that statement and says she misspoke. Oh, girl, bye. That was a, that's what we call a Freudian slip, meaning that uh-huh. that is actually true. Uh-huh. It's actually true. Uh-huh. But you just let it, it just slipped right uh-huh. out. So we'll say it's alleged, but you said that you said what you said, and you I'm said tired of her storyline, whatever. All right. But yes, 52 years old. Erica is 52. Wow. And Sutton is 52. Wow. Kyle is 54. Garcelle is 56. Wow. Is Garcelle the oldest? I believe so. Yes. Cool. The How oldest, but she looked good. Yeah, she does she look, look good. good. How she old's Dorit? She looks younger than um, what's her name, Erica? For sure. How old's How old's Dorit? Dorit is forty-seven. Forty-seven, and we know the youngest Garcelle one is. looks younger than her. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I know, but yeah. you know, hey, 
One more thing about Beverly Hills before we move on to Miami. So, Beverly Hills, uh, at the end of this episode, we see Garcelle expressing to the women how she does not trust them around her children. Mm. Um, Dorit is the only one that pushes back and says, but we said sorry. That's not enough. Like, And also, saying sorry doesn't mean that I'm going to bring my kids around you. Correct. Thank you for the apology, but that does not mean she, anything. But Dorit is offended by it. By the Dorit, fact that she is so hurt to the core that Garcelle doesn't trust her around her kids. Well, okay. That's Dorit's... That, like, the thing is, like, I don't think that Dorit understands... I'm, I'm going to try so hard to just... Mm. I don't think Dorit understands that she is trying to make her issue Garcelle. Like, she wants Garcelle to have an issue with it. Like, she wants her to coddle yeah. her, whatever her problems are. No mm-hmm. one cares, Dorit. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. We don't, mm-hmm. Garcelle, that's not Garcelle's issue. Garcelle's, it isn't. Her, her, her main concern are her children. That's right. That's, that's her concern. Right. And it's not you, sweetheart. No. Um, and I don't know if it's your privilege that has you believing that Garcelle, Garcelle should worry about you. I don't know. You said it in that TikTok. You're like, you guys are grown people who were laughing about somebody saying those words that Erica said to Garcelle's child. Why would I trust you again to be Why, around my just, child again? Like it, that would never be. It would never ever be. And to be honest with you, when I saw those two grown men laughing at this little child that got not little, excuse me, but this, this Garcelle's child that got cursed out by Erica, by another grown woman, you know what I thought of um, during uh uh, june of 2020 and all the protests and the the civil unrest was happening yeah um i saw a child holding up a sign that said when do i go from cute to a threat mm. and it mm. made me think of that and i'm mm. like this is the reason why i really really wish that garcelle had when garit when dorit said do you think we're racist that she had said yes i do i really wish she had said that because there is an intentional lack of consciousness mm-hmm. amongst these women, most especially Dorit. I think mm-hmm. Dorit may have amnesia and she may be forgetting that just a few seasons ago, she told Garcelle to her face and on this platform, thank God there were cameras and a mic there, mm-hmm. that the only col- colored, colored people, people that yeah, her children, that children have seen encounter the are the ones that work for them. And she thought that was so okay to say that day, that time. I was looking at her like, do you know how, do you know how insensitive that statement is? That you have only given your children access to seeing people who work for you are the only brown people that they've ever seen in their life. You haven't given them access to see brown people who are owners, brown people who are CEOs, brown people who have money, and they exist up where y'all live. Yeah. That's crazy. No, yeah. Dur- like I will say this. It's like I, I, like I said, Garcelle doesn't have the vocabulary, yeah, to set these women straight or to identify exactly what her experiences are with them in a way that they are going to actually get it and understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the same, Crystal I does, just, but she's scared. Yeah, she's scared, but also she, she, I don't, she may, but I don't think that it's as well. Uh, put together as somebody mm. like 
Wendy may be able to say about, or as somebody like um, what's that lady from New York, Ebony Williams, may mm-hmm. be able to like conjure up and and mm-hmm. directly say exactly what it is. Yeah. Um. So I mean, all the more I I just think the Beverly Hills uh cast they I I won't say that they're racist. I think there's a difference between being racist and saying racist things and doing racist things, right? Because like you said, there's an ignorance there, right? She not knowing gives you this opportunity or pretending that you don't know or whatever and all that stuff. (sighs) You are doing racist things. Now to be racist is to actively like, you know, you're standing on exactly what you believe and what you think. And I just don't think that a lot of these women have filtered, um, those things out yet in their head and in their brain. So I, I, okay. I can, I hear that. I understand Mm -hmm. that. Um, I hear you. And that, that is where I disagree because Mm -hmm. in this conversation, I do believe that Dorit was standing on that, that belief. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She feels that she should have access to Garcelle's children for whatever reason. She Mm -hmm. feels that that is something that she should have. I don't, I don't really understand. And the the laughing at her son by Mauricio, PK, Garce- uh, Kyle, and Dorit, mm-hmm. it pissed me off to a level because I don't think that people understand the adult adultification of Black children. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And how mm-hmm. they people mentally grow them up, right? Yes. So Gar- yeah, uh, Dorit standing 10 toes down in her belief that she should somehow have access to Garcelle's children, I think is racist. And I think Dorit standing on that 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 belief it, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just okay. I can under I can understand that, and I think also for the audience, if you don't understand this, when Diana is talking about the adultification of Black children, um, you know, it's a very it's a very real thing, right? Very like, real. Um, and if 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 I can go into Garcelle's brain, if I if I if I'm assuming correctly of what she's even saying about not getting giving them access to her kids, this is about her kids' safety. It is. Right? This is all about safety, and. Unfortunately, for a lot of black children, they are not safe. And so to be in this environment where where the child can be accosted the way that he was and then also went after on social media, he was he was he was (sighs) there was an army coming after. Thank you. Saying things like. You, you're we're gonna hang you by your neck mm-hmm. you're lucky that your daddy is what come mm-hmm. on come, exactly go, like this is something that Dari is intentionally intentionally missing because she knows that these things were here and let me also yeah, say this i can see that yeah i think last week or so something came out um our good friend philly diva she um posted something that andy allegedly said about how about he what? would like Diana Jenkins to come back because that's where he wants the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills For real? to be. Hold up. So this was posted. I think Diana posted it. <laughs> and Kyle, Erica, Rena, Dorit commented on what it. What did they say? Yes, yes, yes. Rena said, they missed you. Like they missed their opportunity with having you, without like getting you, like not having you on the show, blah, blah, blah. Like basically concurring andy then commented on philly diva's post and said this is not true i did not speak on diana and Mm. diana was not ever brought up to me at BravoCon. oh wow but for me my eye caught the castmates of garcelle that supported that it was almost every cast me i think i saw 
uh, even oh, um, what's too. her name crystal also commented she i did. think on that too so everybody but sutton she did they absolutely did so and these are people that should be trusted exactly with no, garcelle's that... children a Stand woman on that business. is is a racist yeah Stand overtly on so no no garcelle has every right to protect her children and anybody who doesn't like it can kick rocks yeah all right. Um, Miami, I guess all to say is that we are really happy um, that Gertie is healed. It's cancer Amen. free. Thank you, um, Jesus. We saw in this past episode that Gertie told her friends. Um, Can I just of- say how much I loved that? Mm. Can I just say, I mean, Adriana's reaction. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kick, I get like, I it have was- an uncomfortable laugh. Like very uncomfortable, like uncomfortable laugh. Adriana's, I re- I laughed. I know, didn't the- it? Some I saw somebody post on social media that it was um akin to when uh, Kenya Cynthia. Moore had talked about her. Yeah, and then Cynthia, it was like, oh! <laughs> and Kenya goes, Cynthia, <laughs> fake tears, anyways. But whatever. Oh um, God, but <laughs> that moment, I loved every single moment of it because that is sisterhood. Yes. Right. It was oh, it was amazing, it. and I'm glad that Dr. Nicole set up that little uh, brunch because she knew something was wrong with Gertie, and she's just like, no, like let's you know get the the friends together. Yeah, and I thought that was so. I'm so happy that she has them as support, and especially even like having somebody, Dr. Nicole. Thank you. She can lean on. Thank knows you. Knows the medical field very well, and knows yes. exactly you know any specialist that she can go to. And then also even having Julia, Julia. who just I, went through this. I loved, I think the moment with Julia was probably my favorite moment. Because yeah. when Gertie, I think it's so natural when something happens to us to um, then go into this spiral of worrying about the people that are around us. Yes. And actually not focusing on ourselves, especially yes. as black women, we do that all the time. All the time. So I I loved hearing Julia bring her back to reality. Like, Gertie, don't worry about Russell. He will mm-hmm. be okay. Worry about mm-hmm. you. Now mm-hmm. that doesn't take away from like caretaker burnout or anything like that, but correct. She's able to share from experience. Yes. She's just not saying this as a friend. She's yes. saying this from experience. You need yes. to focus on you and you need to focus on getting well. Yes. If you really want to worry about your, your loved ones, yes. focus on getting well. He yes. will be okay. You know? And I just thought it was just such an empowering, loving space. It really was. And this is what I talk about when I say that the Miami (sighs) stories will write themselves. They do. They do. They are genuine people who are sharing their genuine experiences. And I loved it. Like Julia just saying, like, we do it out of love. Don't think of it as a sacrifice. Thank you. I was like, wow. Thank you. Like us being married to you. Mm-hmm. it's not a sacrifice when mm-hmm. this happens we are doing it out of love yeah because you are you are me yeah like i thought i thought i thought it was remarkable and i even like even bringing that whole julia moment up i know i was like watching as gertie was trying to tell them the way julia held held uh dr nicole's hand yeah. before before gertie could actually say the full words out yeah. <sighs> it's crazy um, I, I do, unfortunately, we have to segue to the part where Larsa, she has a conversation with Larsa about it. Um, Larsa, is, let's just call it what it is. She's not creating a safe space for Gertie to share anything as her friend. She is, Larsa is dim. And, it's the fact and that dense. she was just like, how do you know? How do you know? What do you mean? 
how do you know so, yeah, that I so have cancer? Bravo like, shared what? a sneak peek and Larsa just continued to berate Gertie with, how do you oh know? My how do you know? How do you know? And then proceeds to go and tell all of the other women. She's she's filthy. I don't like her. Anyways. But that's it. That's all, folks. Yes, that is that is all. And uh, thank you all for listening. Um, please make sure that you check us out on TikTok, Instagram, um, and YouTube at Reality Check Podcast. And then please check do. us out on Twitter at Reality Check underscore P. We really do appreciate you guys for listening. Please make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, and also repost. Please and repost. share. And share. share. Okay. Please. Thank you all so much. We love y'all. Yes.